Hello, hello. Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. On today's episode, I want to look at Twin Flame love and expanding our concept of what love is. You and your Twin Flame share eternal love, right? That doesn't go away. Yet, why does this journey upend us, right? Why does it create struggle and longing? Perhaps it even confuses us and triggers us. There's something about this journey that keeps us asking questions, seeking answers, searching the internet, Googling, trying to find out what is going on. In fact, some of these questions may have come up in your mind at one point or another on your journey. Are they really my twin flame? Do they know we're twin flames? Why don't they see the relationship like I do? Why aren't they doing the spiritual work like I'm doing? Why aren't we together? Why aren't we in communication? Why is communicating with this person so hard? Why are they still with this other person? Why do they trigger me? What is the lesson here? What is being asked of me? Why is this so challenging? And I'm sure there's probably more questions that come up for you. But those are some of the things that just came up for me and that I've been through for sure. So... What the Twin Flame journey is asking us to do is to expand our concept of what love is. Because love just is. (laughs) Okay, let's start with some examples. Let's start with divine source energy, right? This energy is omnipresent. It's everywhere, all the time, without fail. Now, we may question this when things get tough, right? Or we are dealt really hard blows in life, or life feels unfair, or we are in excruciating pain, or perhaps we reject the dogma of religion, or we feel that God has failed us. Fair enough. I get it. I've been there. And this is when we start asking the deeper questions, right? We start seeking and we dive deeper. But if we can get to the place of understanding and knowing, and that's the key word knowing in all caps, when we could get to that place of knowing, then we know that divine source love God energy is omnipresent and we have access to it 24-7 and we are it. We are that energy and all is as it should be. Now, how hard is it to get to that place, right? We may get glimpses or have moments, oftentimes when we face death or birth or are called to be in the present moment in a deeper way than ever, we may experience the presence of source energy. We may experience it out in nature. And quite often, our twin flame wakes that up in us. But if we truly knew that to be true, right, that source energy existed all the time and believed it, we would never worry again. And what stops us from believing it 24-7, right? What stops us from knowing that we are a divine being of light and it's everything is source energy and living from that place? Well, the first thing is conditions, right? When things don't look as they should, we say that, oh, this is wrong or that God has forsaken me or this shouldn't have happened and it should be this way, right? It's all conditional. But if we look at our life from the perspective of our higher self, the self that's connected to divine source energy, we may be able to see our lives in a different way. We may be able to see the divine order, the lessons we came here to learn, which I believe 
all roads leave, lead back to love, right? We came to this planet in our different avatars and situations and all these challenges that are put in front of us. And we are being asked to still love and see the love and hold the light and not judge the darkness as bad or lower emotions as bad, but to be able to hold everything with love. And in this place of holding love, energy transmutes to its original form, love. Darkness is just a place where the light hasn't entered, or it's forgotten. Okay, so now holding that thought, let's look at some other examples. Let's look at nature. Perhaps a tree. So how many of you have hugged a tree? Now, I found it to be quite a remarkable experience, right? To feel the energy of the universe pulsing through this tree. To feel its alignment with who it is, and how it loves you whether you love it or not. How it doesn't change based on what you do. It stays true to what it is, a tree. And you may argue and say, well, it's just a tree. Yes, but it's also from source energy. It has the same life force at its core that we do. It may not have brains or legs and arms, but one can't argue that it isn't a living thing. Right? So nature shows us what unconditional love looks like. It's always there. It doesn't change for us. There are no conditions that it places on us. Even when we abuse nature, it keeps true to what it knows, the present moment, its authentic blueprint, and source energy of expansion and life. Okay, let's look at a different example. Let's look at money. And here's a question for you. Is a pair of flip-flops that I got for free any different than a check I would receive for $100,000? And at first, I would say yes. And perhaps you would agree, right? The $100,000 can get me a lot more things and security and pay my bills and vacations, etc. The flip-flops are limited in what they can give me. See where I'm going with this? It's all about what I can get from them. And that's conditional. And the thing that I've learned is that money is an energy from source. It's a currency. We, human beings, have changed the currency into a man-made construct. But the energy of money hasn't changed. And the energy of money is an exchange. Just like love, it's a giving and receiving energy. We've placed value on it, which is why it's called value. And in doing so, we have made money conditional. Life has taught us conditions and value around money, that we need it to survive, that it controls our life, that it controls our happiness, it controls our well-being, it controls our moods. Lack of money brings fear and need, and a lot of it brings a sense of privilege and power and safety. So when we can hold the same gratitude for the flip-flops that we do for $100,000, what would happen? It's the same energy. At the core, it's the same energy. There's just more of it in the latter. So then our gratitude is conditional, right? I'm only grateful when I have a lot of it. And then the question becomes, when will it be enough? Okay, so that question leads me to our twin flames. They are the million dollar relationship. Well, there's probably no price on the relationship. We've hit the jackpot with the love we feel for them, right? This is the jackpot. This is the infinite relationship. This is the end-all relationship, right? The magnetization we have toward them and the healings and heart expansions we get from them is priceless. You can't even put a value on it, right? So can we feel gratitude for meeting them? Sure, easy. For the love we feel for them, absolutely. 
or do we need more for them? This is when it gets tricky. This is when the twin flame journey asks us that we receive the love that's already there, which is the same love that comes from source, which is unconditional love. And to receive the love from our twin flame, we have to be able to receive it from source and we have to be able to receive it from ourself. And what that looks like is not needing their behaviors or conditions to change, to prove that they love us or to make us feel better or to give us some value or company or physical connection, right? Those are things we need and want. But the love they have for us is free and clear and in our hearts and higher selves is untainted. And it's love that's in union in other dimensions and it's 100% unconditional. That love is the same love you can have with a friend or a flower. It's all from source, right? So can we receive the love that's there? Can we receive the love from source, from nature? But I want to make sure this doesn't get twisted. We t our minds twist this in the conditioning we've had, right? We say, okay, this is my twin flame. I'm going to love them no matter what. That's not unconditional love. Loving them no matter what is not unconditional love on the human spectrum. Loving them no matter what is loving that unconditional love for them no matter what they can give you, right? I want to make sure there's clarity here. It's not abusive in any way, shape, or form. Abusive behavior is not loving behavior, and you should never receive that. That's not love. And it doesn't matter if they're your twin flame or not. That's not loving behavior. So that doesn't mean I'm going to love them no matter what, because that's not loving behavior. What I'm talking about is holding them in a space of unconditional love, whether they're in your lives or not, whether they're in a partnership with you or a friendship with you or a romantic with you or not or even in communication with you, loving them as they are. You can still hold unconditional love for them, even if they're abusive. But the difference is you don't take it because you have love for yourself. And that behavior is not loving. So you do not accept that behavior. You're boundaried and you are not codependent in taking care of them right? You don't owe them anything. You do not owe your twin flame anything. That is conditional and that is codependent, right? Love is free. Love doesn't owe anyone anything. And you may form agreements in the name of love. Like we want to agree to be together, but they have free will and they have choice. Having a twin flame doesn't mean they owe you their life or to be with you or your happiness, right? This is their human experience of free will and they get to choose. And this is hard because we're taught that love means marriage and a baby carriage. Love means being together. Love means commitment, right? I mean, that's drilled into us across the movies, TV, film, relationships, and people deny their truths in order to have this relationship in order to quote, be in love, right? But love is free, being together is a choice. That's the difference. And that's what the twin flame relationship is asking of us to really expand our concept of love and to really be discerning of what love is and what love isn't, right? You may have chosen these soul contracts beforehand and your contract may not be to be together. It may be. But anything that looks like control or manipulating them unconsciously or consciously or putting conditions on this twin flame dynamic will just repel your twin flame because that's not love, 
right? The twin flames only know unconditional love, and that's the magnet. And the twin flame journey asks us to look at what conditions we have been taught. So I remember being challenged by this concept early on. I remember asking myself, can I still love my twin flame even if they're not available to me at this moment? And I'm not going to lie, that was really hard for me to do. I taught, I was taught love was, if they love you, they will be there for you. If they love you, they will show up for you. And yes, if they can, but if they're in a different relationship or in a different country or they're being triggered and going through a healing, they can't show up. They can only show up when they can, right? You can only give love as much as love as you have to give. They may not have that love to give. So what happens when they don't have that love to give or they're unable to give or they've chosen a different path, right? Can you still hold unconditional love for them? Well, I'll tell you this, you can hold it when you can hold it for yourself. That's what I've learned. I could only get to that place. I couldn't get there. It was very conditional. I didn't, you know, I was like, well, then he must not love me, right? No, when I learned to hold unconditional love for myself and source energy, then I understood what unconditional love was is. And then I could hold it for him and have immense love for him and support his life choices. And that feels really, really good. So the question becomes, can you love yourself with unconditional love? Can you love source energy with unconditional love? Can you love yourself no matter what your status is with money or weight or success or any condition, right? Love yourself as the sovereign being you are at your core, full of light. We are so conditioned not to do that. So this is the challenge we're being asked, right? And then can we receive that love from ourself? Can we receive that love from source? And then we'll be primed and ready to receive that love from our twin flame. It starts with love of self and love of source. And when those become unconditional, then you will know twin flame union. And that is what this twin flame journey is asking of us. Whew, uh, this is a lot. And again, I've come down so many roads with questioning what love is, because I think this is what the path is. What is love? And the crazy part is, we know what it is. We have that answer within us. It's in you. You know it. It's just unlearning everything we've been taught that isn't true. So thank you to all my listeners for tuning in. This has been remarkable. I didn't ever think this is what I would be doing. I started this podcast last April. It's almost been a year. I love to keep doing it. I get great feedback about it, and I just keep getting, like, these, this information that I just feel imparted to share. So I feel like I can't even help myself to make these. So, so that I can keep going, I have opened up listener support. I'll provide the link and I think you can donate if you, if you feel inspired to do so, so that I can keep doing these and make the time to do them. Um, because otherwise they are free for me to take the time and do this. And I've also opened up some questions. I started last episode and some people have already answered. So I love getting the answers. Thank you. And to the person who responded to me with a voice message and left your email, it cut off before I could get your full email address. So feel free to go to my website and email me and we can set up sessions. Okay. That is all for now. I am sending you so much love on your remarkable twin flame journey. Namaste.